pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Seven six five four three two one. Hey guys, this is Liz Cambay. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Carson. Hey, this is Marty Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Ace Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. Hey there, WNBA Nation fans. This is Jason, one of your hosts here at WNBA Nation, and I am bringing you our second episode of the week, which should have been our second Twitch stream. So I want to start off with an apology. Uh, you might have caught it on Twitter. We tweeted out an apology. Uh, so l- we were supposed to last night, which, uh, when this episode is releasing last night will have been January 5th. So the evening of January 5th, uh, which for me is right now, but for you, it might be last night or it might be last year, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, we were supposed to be streaming on Twitch, uh, but a couple things fell through. So it was going to be me and Kyle on stream and, uh, Kyle's daughter got sick. And so obviously he needed to tend to that and, and we supported him in that. So he was taking care of his daughter and making sure that she was, uh, you know, well and, and uh feeling better so as he was tending to that i was gonna run the stream by myself and my internet is terrible uh i know i've brought it up a few times on the show recently because i'm really excited but they've hung fiber uh internet lines in my neighborhood but they haven't connected them up yet but ever since they hung those lines i don't know what they did to the local station but i've had terrible internet uh, and it's been particularly bad tonight which means that my computer wasn't actually able to host the stream. I wasn't getting the the upload speed necessary to run the stream. Uh, so after trying to prioritize it and turn off all the other devices in my home and several other troubleshooting things, I, I realized that it was just not going to happen. But I still wanted to get a podcast episode out, and so that's what this is. Uh, so I appreciate your patience. Uh, we will be back on Twitch, all uh, technology working. Uh, cross your fingers, dot your eyes, whatever you need to do. To make that happen, uh, but yeah, we should be back on stream Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. That'll be, I believe, Stephen Logan will be on that night. Uh, so if you're used to seeing us over on Twitch, uh, we we will be back on Monday night. And if you're not used to seeing us over on Twitch, I would highly recommend you do so. Uh, I feel now is as good a time to run through our plugs as ever. Uh, if you want to watch the show live on Twitch, we do that Mondays and Wednesdays. I just went through the time. It's 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And that is a great way to interact with us. There's a chat feature there as we live stream. You can send us chats. Uh, sometimes we read those during the show if they work into the conversation well. Um, but we always respond, whether it's in text or whether it's after the end of the show. 
um, and, uh, and, and chat with you guys there. So that is a fun way to, to, to interact with the show. And it's also a way you can sh- support the show. Uh, you can follow us there. That's a, that's a great way to help boost us. Um, and you can also subscribe. Uh, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can subscribe for free once a month, uh, to one Twitch channel. And if you do that to us, it gives us a couple bucks that helps us to run the show. Um, and if you aren't an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can still do that. I believe it costs $5 a month and it would be greatly appreciated, um, but obviously never expected. So if you're able to do that, uh, that means a lot to us. And it does help take care of some of the costs of the show and enable us to do some cool stuff and bring you bring you all some good content. That being said, if you miss the Twitch stream and you want to see some clips of our Twitch streams, we we clip those. So we just take small segments of each episode and we throw them over on YouTube. We're trying to get our YouTube channel built up. So if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, go over to YouTube.com. Uh, and just search WNBA Nation. We're the first result there. Uh, I believe the the channel code is like YouTube.com slash C slash WNBA Nation. But don't quote me on that because I'm not a thousand percent sure. Uh, the easiest way is just to search WNBA Nation over in the search bar on YouTube. Uh, give us a subscribe there. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, and you can hit the little bell that'll let you know when we upload videos so you can see those clips. Um, and that's a fun way to to see the show. You can leave comments there as well. As always, we'd appreciate it if you give us a rate and review uh, on whatever podcast server you use. If you happen to use Apple Podcasts, that gives us the chance to uh, see those reviews. And if you give us a five-star review on there, we will read it on mic, uh, give you a shout-out, and let you know how much we appreciate you. We've got a fun little sounder for that and everything, so we appreciate that when you when you all do that. Um, and those have really been a blessing to us. They've they've really helped boost us up in the ratings and get more ears on our, our show, which we greatly appreciate and are indebted to all of you who have done that uh for for helping us to to grow the show a few more last second plugs uh merch is wnbanation.storeenv.com if you want to pick up a t-shirt or other such item if you want to connect with us and communicate with us the fastest and easiest way to do that is through twitter we're pretty active over there uh, especially kyle he does a great job um, but uh, my other co-hosts are on there quite a lot too uh that's twitch at wnba nation pod that's at wnba nation pod you can talk to us uh, give us your takes. Send us a DM. We leave our DMs open, uh, so don't make us regret that. But uh, yeah, we we want to chat with you all there. So uh, feel free to hit us up. So that is that stuff. But what I wanted to talk to y'all about tonight, originally, Kyle and I were going to talk WNBA coaching. There's been some big moves, and we still want to talk about that. But I felt like I I would be cheating the subject a little bit to just run through it myself because um, big news like that, coaching moves, uh, free agency stuff. It just runs better when we're able to bounce it off each other. You know, you get my takes and you get Steve's takes and you get Kyle's takes. And, you know, we, we build off of each other. We support each other. Sometimes we argue with each other. Um, and that really, I feel like helps develop that story. So I didn't want to hit such big news items like the, you know, obviously the Becky Hammond hire and some of the other stuff. So that'll be upcoming on a future stream, uh, when we can give it the, the time and the, the discussion that it deserves. But I just wanted to throw a little shout out, maybe step away from the world of basketball for about 10 minutes. It's going to be a short episode uh, just to hopefully pique your interest in watching some professional women's hockey. Uh, so I, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the PHF, uh, a little bit of of what happened to our show covering hockey and and some stuff and also some stuff that you can watch. So if you're if you're missing watching sports right now, it's a little bit of a lull season, obviously. Um, if you're watching the NFL, it's not necessarily a little season, but, uh, who wants to watch the NFL? Uh, sorry if you do, but I don't. Uh, and if you are watching the NBA and just not feeling fulfilled, there is other sports to watch. And so we're going to cover some hockey. 
Uh, and obviously we're working our way into the Winter Olympics and they just announced the, uh, the women's national hockey team, uh, for the USA, uh, where we USA podcast. So we, we tend to be biased in that direction when it comes to the Olympics, but they just announced the rosters. And so that's going to be coming up. So I'm not going to do any in-depth analysis. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert because honestly, I'm learning the leagues, um, and, and the, the players alongside a lot of you. So, um, but I do want to just share enough of what I do know to pique your interest and maybe get you to check that out. So with that being the case, uh, we used to have a show. It ran for a, a few months in WHL Nation uh, that was kind of a sister show of this podcast. And honestly, running two shows just was a lot of time. And I felt like I wasn't giving enough time to WNBA Nation. Um, you know, I have limited time and uh, all of us hosts have limited time to put into the podcast to begin with. And so I just felt like there was a lot more growth that we needed to do at WNBA Nation before we were ready to split off into that sister pod. So kind of backed off of that. I think you can still find the old episodes. But um, what we have decided to do is allow for every once in a while for us to talk just a little bit of other women's sports here on the WNBA Nation feed. We think it's of general interest as a lot of you are supporters, not just of the WNBA, but women's sports in general and the advancements of women's sports. I know a lot of you enjoy uh, Steve and, and, uh, his friend Mike and some of the coverage they've done for the NWSL and that will be continuing in segmented fashion as well. So let's talk a little bit about the former NWHL. Now the NWHL in between seasons did a rebrand. They went from the NWHL to the PHF, standing for Premier Hockey Federation. There were a few reasons, um, one of which was gender inclusivity. Um, there was a little bit of discussion around the idea of a W, and obviously with the WNBA, um, that's a discussion that could be found there as well. But with the the NWHL in particular, uh, they were the first league to ever uh, star a transgender athlete. They had a uh, female to male transgender individual who was able to play and and be part of the league and be accepted. And as more and more members of the NWHL were identifying as non-gender binary or or any other designation as, as they feel is appropriate for them. Uh, they felt like maybe women's as a descriptor of the league was not the most accurate, not the most inclusive. Um, and then also, and this maybe is just a little bit more me, but I do feel like they stepped away from what I want to call like the kid sister effect. And, and the early days of the WNBA had this as well, where it was, you had the Lakers and then they had their kid sister sparks. You had, uh, you know, the, the Pacers and their kid sister fever. And I, I do feel like the WNBA has been able to break away from that, especially now that not all teams are sub franchises of another team. And I think that's a good thing. And, and the WNBA was able to, uh, benefit from, from some of the support and the, the financial resources that came from the NBA but still set up their own identity. And I think the NWHL in switching to the PHF uh, maybe wanted to, to hit the accelerator on that a little bit. Instead of being looked at as uh, the NHL you know, junior, the kid sister of an NHL team, uh, which they really weren't. And, and I'll talk a little bit about that. But um, this also helps separate them. So I see that as another benefit of this rebrand. Uh, and then the third benefit of the rebrand is just purely the, the logo. Uh, it's kind of this like star based crown design. It's really good. So just if, if you're by a computer and not driving, uh, pull up your, uh, Google, just search PHF logo. Uh, it's, it's pretty clean. I really like it. And, uh, maybe some day in the future we can talk some elements of design as far as that and, and why I like the PHF logo so much. But the PH, the PHF, formerly the NWHL, 
didn't receive a ton of support from the NHL. And as such, I think that's another good reason to sort of separate is, you know, the Boston Pride had a little bit to do uh, with the Boston NHL team and stuff. And, and there was a few connections and there may be some promises that were made that didn't seem like they were really kept in any significant way. And as such, it just seems like a clean break to to not be kind of co-branded along with the NHL. So uh, they had that rebrand. Uh, leading into the season, last season was abbreviated and kind of cut off. Uh, obviously, COVID, a continuing issue for the last two years, uh, affecting everyone. Um, and so so it was kind of an, an odd season. So they're going into a full season. They have had some COVID issues, as all leagues have. Uh, but generally speaking, they have been able to play the better part of a season. Uh, they're a little bit, I believe, about halfway through their season now. They've been playing for about a month and a half, and they've got about another... Kind of two full months left of play. So we're now in the middle of the season and uh, we've had a lot of fun. So if I if I pull up, if you go to their website, it's Premier Hockey Federation. You can find all the stats, anything you want to there. There's really been this season three teams that are kind of the top tier and three teams that are the bottom tier. Now, if you're not familiar with the, the PHF at all. There's six teams. Uh, there were four and they've they've now grown to six. With the recent addition of the Toronto Six um, last year as a, a new franchise. Uh, before that, they added the Whitecaps. Um, and then they've got a couple of the core teams that, that originally began. But uh, you've got the Toronto Six, the Connecticut Whale, the Boston Pride. And those three teams are really that top tier. Uh, the Toronto Six currently lead the league with a record of 7-1-1, one, and one, a total of 22 points. Uh, and the way they count that is essentially a win an outright win is three points, a win in overtime is two points, and a loss in overtime is one point. So uh, seven wins, one loss, one overtime, totaling 22 points. Uh, if you're not familiar with hockey, that might be a little bit of a foreign concept. But that's that's kind of how they determine first place, second place, third place, and then they go to point differentials and other things like that. If um, you know, Or I guess they go head-to-head, regulation wins, wins, goal differentials. So they've, they've got a whole thing for determining first to last. But... Um, Toronto six, number one with that seven and one and one record. The Connecticut whale have a six, three and one record and the Boston pride are six and two and oh, uh, so those three really make up the top of the league. Uh, and I know Logan will be happy about that. Logan full in bought into, to being a Toronto six fan. So I'm, I'm sure he's happy. And I full on bought into being a Connecticut whale fan. If not for the singular reason that when I very first was introduced to the league, I loved the fact that it's not the Connecticut whales. It is the Connecticut whale singular. Uh, and I don't know why that makes me so happy, but it does. Uh, if you don't have a team yet, join the pod. It's, it's a great way to go. Uh, so you've got those three teams at the top and then you've got the Metropolitan Riveters based out of New York, the Minnesota Whitecaps and the Buffalo Buttes are all kind of really struggling this season in, ter- in comparison to the other two. So the Metropolitan Riveters are currently ranked fourth with a two, three and one record. The Minnesota Whitecaps ranked fifth with a one six and one, and then the Buffalo Buttes sitting at one four and zero, oh, so just two. So they have a single overtime win to their name, two points. So that's kind of where we're at, but we still have about a half a season to play, and there's enough games that really nobody is eliminated per se, uh, and obviously everyone will have a chance uh, to easily compete for a playoff spot going into the postseason. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. 
They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Some players to watch. Uh, I'm just going to give you two. Uh, And like I said, I, I don't claim to be an expert. But there are two players that every time I've turned on a game have been really fun to watch. They get a lot of goals. They're they're in a lot of plays. They're both forwards. One coming from the Toronto Six. That's Michaela Grant Mentis. She currently has five goals and ten assists. So a very dominant season. Leads the league in assists. Leads the leads in total points uh, with with fifteen. And then shortly behind her in total uh, in total points is Kennedy Marchment from the Connecticut Whale. Uh, Kennedy Marchment leads the league in goals with six goals. And so those two players are, are really fun to watch. Uh, and, and a really good, if you just want to pick out a name and just know who to look for to see where some excitement's going to happen, those are two good names, uh, to watch for. And so this is the time where I am going to tell you to watch. So unfortunately, the games for this Saturday and Sunday have been canceled due to COVID. Uh, I guess they've been postponed. They haven't set new dates, but they've been postponed to a later date. Because of COVID, but starting again next Saturday, uh, you can see the Metropolitan Riveters as they play the Connecticut Whale, and you can see the Buffalo Buttes as they play the Toronto Six. Now, the way the league does it is they play on Saturdays and Sundays, and when you play a team, you play them twice in a row. So the Metropolitan Riveters will play the Connecticut Whale on Saturday and then again on Sunday. So they'll play two in a row. Same with the Buttes and the Six. They'll play two in a row next weekend. And you can watch that live actually in a few different places. So um, I'm going to encourage you, if you have access to ESPN Plus, go there and watch the Professional Hockey Federation on ESPN Plus. And there's a reason I'm going to say that. But if you don't have access to that, most of the games are also available on Twitch. So you can go to Twitch, go to, I believe it's at the PHF, but if you just search PHF, you'll you'll find it right away on Twitch. Uh, you can go and you can watch the games live. But I would strongly recommend that you watch it on ESPN Plus. And the reason I'm saying that is because... The more people that watch it on ESPN Plus, there are people watching that at ESPN that are saying, hey, this content is getting views. It's more likely to pop up into the realm of, you know, ESPN2, uh, ESPN. And who knows? Give us a couple years, maybe ABC, uh, if, if people accept the league, uh, the way that I think that they should. So that is what I will say is Saturdays and Sundays. Check in, see who's playing. There's two to three games every single weekend um, on Saturday, and then the same games again on Sunday. It's a lot of fun. You can find it on ESPN+. Plus. You can find it on Twitch at the PHF. So go ahead and give those a watch. And the last thing I want to talk about is get excited. We just came off of the Olympics. Obviously, fans of this show, um, we got to see the 3x3. We got to see the women's team win their seventh gold. There was so much fun stuff that happened at this last Olympic Olympics. 
And if you weren't watching the Winter Olympics last time around, Team USA's women's ice hockey team was so much fun. Uh, obviously, the name that I think everybody knows from that team, Hillary Knight, uh, is going to be coming back for her fourth Olympic, along with uh, like 15 other players, I believe, that or 15 other players have, have experience. But uh, between Hillary Knight, Jenny Potter, Angela Ruggiero, Julie Chu, um, they're all coming back for their fourth. You've got a bunch that are coming back for the third and the second. And then you have a few that are there for their first time. But uh, the Olympics start on February 5th. So once we get to February 5th, the PHF is going to continue playing. Uh, they don't have enough players that are on the Olympic team to necessarily stop play. So they're going to continue playing. So during the month of February, you're going to have double hockey. You're going to have Olympic hockey and PHF hockey. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I highly recommend if you want to add some women's sports to your uh, daily sports uh, schedule, uh, your your recommended dietary intake, whatever you want to call it. It's a great way to go. I've really enjoyed the league. I've been a fan of the league for about two and a half years now, and it was just something I realized that at the time, what was called the NWHL existed and decided, hey, I, I want to support women's sports. I want to get involved and have started following it. It's been a lot of fun. I highly recommend you do the same. I will be through the course of the Olympics, maybe dropping an episode or two. Uh, nothing too much, but just kind of a, hey, this is maybe something you missed. Remind you to watch it. Uh, and we will be back to our basketball content here shortly. But I just thought this would be a fun little way to maybe... Uh, encourage everyone that listens to our show to to check out another women's sports that is growing and really in in its infancy I, they're going into a, i think it's now their fifth or sixth season uh so it's a very young league very fragile um you know it, for those of you who were around at the early days of the WNBA um every year there's talk of of folding and and you know issues and our team's going to make it um and it, it's a it's a it's a tough time to be a league and to grow. Um, and you have to deal with sexism on top of that and all of the, the issues that people have with uh, supporting women's sports. So um, if you have some time, please support them. Uh, you can buy their merch. You can watch them on Twitch. You can watch them on ESPN plus so that the, the executives over at ESPN know that people are paying attention. Uh, you can just absorb their content, read articles, get clicks on, on their website. Uh, all those things help. And uh, in supporting this league to grow, and if you happen to live in the Northeast uh, or kind of the North Midwest where these teams are, uh, go check out a game. If, if, if it's open, I know certain arenas are, are more or less accessible for fans to be able to get into. But if you're able to go check out a game, maybe yeah, heaven, heaven allowing COVID someday eventually allows us to go back to normal. Um, definitely hit up a game. Um, I know that once COVID lets up, there's there's a very high probability that I will be at some games. So all that to be said uh that's really what i wanted to cover today i appreciate y'all taking a few minutes to to listen about one of my side pet interests that i've i've really grown to to love and and be excited about so all that being said we'll be back with basketball content soon don't forget to check us out on twitter facebook twitch youtube pretty much anywhere that you have social media presence except for tiktok we haven't done that yet but maybe uh spoiler we we have talked about it behind scenes uh anyways but uh we we enjoy talking to you as always uh for wnba nation i'm jason snow and we'll get you next time